Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast. My name is Carl and it has been a while since I've been here, but I am with three members of my firefighting family. I have Ash. Hello. I have Scott. Hey. And I have Todd. Hello. How you been, boys? We're all so happy. (laughs) Somebody logging in and listening is like, Who's this guy playing an old episode? <laughs> <laughs> and you just might be. You just might be. Um, what have we got on the tables for today, boys? Uh, news. I guess there's another uh, wildfire uh, mm-hmm. way to the north of us here, up in the Shushwap area. Um, I think, well, two days ago it was uh, 15 hectares, but it's still burning out of control, they say. They got some helicopters actioning it, uh, but it's not near any homes at this point. So no structure protection needed. But mm-hmm. again, early wildfire season for us. Yeah, it's going. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be slowing down either. No. More and more. Yeah, it's funny. Coming off of that course I took the other weekend there, the guys were, they were not trying to say it was going to be a bad, bad season. But like, yeah, you know, we're not quite sure what the year is going to look like yet. Mm-hmm. But. Right. Yeah. We did not another one we went to a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. The guys were like, well, the ring will tell the difference. We're like, really? We're in like yeah. a level five drove or something. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Well, it's going to rain for, like, the next eight months. Mm-hmm. It's not going to fix it. Like, we've already had a reported number four uh, danger rating yeah. already. Like, Jeez. it only goes to five. Yeah. Yeah, a little map. Uh, I'm looking at the wildfire map. It's already starting to get more dots on it. Yep. I'll see if it runs on there. Going to be a busy year. Yeah, I think yeah. so. We, we've got our, our sign-up sheet for the summer. So those are getting filled up pretty, pretty quick. we got a sheet up so uh, members can... Um, sign up for whatever week they're available. Uh, so it could be, you could have up to um, six people per week. Um, and that would be an engine for four and a tender for two. Um, you might only need to send two or you might need to send them all or none. Uh, but at least that way you have coverage basically from, I think, when did it start? June? July. July 1-ish? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That weekend. Yeah. So cover that, you know, July through August and kind of like the super heating months if something kicks off before that we'll obviously figure it out but yeah so the weeks are filling up we got some pretty good crews built so that fire right now is 18.5 hectares yeah Mm. there you go current events perfect nice early season start yeah early season start for sure um so we had (laughs) another stretch of fire would you believe it it's been busy (laughs) So we counted as it is. We're at seven this year. Yeah. Seven, seven real structure fires. We've got a yeah. few that are... Probably uh, had ten... Ten that are called in as structure fires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Seven, like, working structure fires. Yeah. It's a busy... It's a busy start to the year, boys. It is. It's yeah. a busy start. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one was uh, was an older abandoned structure which had been kind of sat uh, in the location of a couple of fires recently, right? Yeah. We had a... Um, one of our other structure fires in the year was a mm-hmm. garage that was burned. I think we talked about that. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we had that earlier in the year, and then we had a tree on fire while I was away on yeah. holidays, I think. Mm-hmm. Or we were away. We were away. But we were yeah. away doing you know, camping there. Yeah. Um, so that was a tree that they had to chop up into some pieces to put that out. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, when we had this, this thing come in. And, like, it's right down, like, not in the middle of town. I guess it's kind of considered the middle of town. Yeah. In, in kind of a... Uh, Edge of the industrial area slash... Yeah. Jumping yeah. into the mm-hmm. residential Walmart. It actually came in as uh, it was the flea market, which is which is this older building. But one of our guys has a shop in that building, and and he was like, oh, and he was on first truck, so he thought maybe it was his place going up. But yeah, 
Yeah. Um. No, it was this. It was this one area. So. Um, yeah, right from the get go, like come out of your come out of the house, and I think all of us when we come out of your house, you can see it because it's just this big glow and this massive column of smoke. So it was. Uh, you know, people say fully involved and. Actually, even Brian, the other yeah. day after, where we were talking about it afterwards, he goes, he goes, I know when you hate, I know you hate the term fully involved, because I, I said yeah. before, I said, stop saying it's fully involved, because it's not. Yeah. This is fully involved. This is fully involved. <laughs> the only room that wasn't involved was this tiny little, like, like offshoot of a bedroom that wasn't even a bedroom, and it, and it wasn't fully involved yet, and I think when we went around back, that just then the it's window like, popped oof. and flamed shut, yeah. and I'm like, well, now it's fully involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like every possible area was burned. <laughs> yeah, I think. The call came in at like midnight thirty. Yeah. Um and it had been cooking for a while. Yeah. So I mean, you're after midnight, less uh pe- people around. And it's really tucked back in there. So yeah. we've got the river that runs through town. Uh we have a ball diamonds on the other side of the river. Um a like a kids park, kind of adjacent to like the back side of that property, and then a whole bunch of industrial on yeah. on the front side of it so like it's tucked back there pretty good and there's so, a huge heavy bush and tree line there too, is yeah and divide mm-hmm. that to the other properties so you wouldn't notice it driving by until it's like really rocking yeah. so it was really rocking yeah. and it was suspicious so you never know what was used for sure know, um accelerants or etc mm-hmm. there's not that we could we couldn't find anything because it was like over the total loss yeah that was, but um yeah i think it was um, well, Carl, you were on first truck with me. Yeah. Um, what did you experience? <laughs> I know what I, I know from the video I saw what you experienced. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, she was cooking. Like when we got at the front of there, uh, so we had three guys in the back. Um, our first guy jumped out right side, single line, went kind of pushed right into the right of the structure. Um, kind of uh, more, more Bravo, Bravo Charlie kind of ish side. And then we went over to the Alpha Delta corner and pulled in front and kind of went around with the other line. Uh, just just both of the, the pre-connects off the side there. Um, we had one of the I had one of the rookies with me and he was he was getting after it. Remember that heat coming off of there, like she was hot. Really hot. The biggest thing we were trying to do, there were some really big trees there. So we were making sure that those didn't catch and pass because they were clumped in together, really tight. It would have been a nightmare if we were to chase that into some of the bush areas there. And then, of course, like Tom was saying, there's that next area, which is almost residential. And then on the site it would have pushed into, actually, is um, there's some commercial buildings that direction, too. Yeah. So, and then you never know with embers. And... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. there are some pretty some pretty big ember showers coming off of it um, <laughs> at one point much later in the evening. Um, Chief, Chief Bob's walking around oh, yeah. and, like, this massive ember chunk comes flying off and lands right on his helmet. I'm like, Bob, you're on fire. <laughs> Bob, you're on fire. He's like, what? <laughs> He's like, I am on fire. I'm like, no, you're actually on fire. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> it was good, though. I mean, uh, what the actual, the, the guy I was with there, his, um, his, it was so hot, his strap, for his gloves, the uh, the the whole thing had just melted. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. toasted and gone. <laughs> like, I was like, really? Man, he was like, oh yeah, look. It's like just two pieces of melted melted mm-hmm. guy. It was yeah. She was she was toast. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was hot, but it was a it was a good one. The, the video uh, of you guys um, that uh, the deputy chief was taking for because he always he, our deputy chief always we we were always kind of bug him because he's got his phone out, but he he's actually the guy that has to do the fire reports. So. 
he actually puts his camera on for a reason and films it so that way when his the fire report it's all like this is what was involved this is and they can like redo yeah. the footage so mm-hmm. we always bug him that he's like, always filming so good. <laughs> for the TikTok, yeah, which he doesn't do but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so uh we he showed us a video afterwards and and it reminds me of the and i was saying that earlier it reminds me of the old bull and the new bull, young bull, young bull. I won't say the story, but if you know that if you know that joke, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you got uh, the new guy. He's like ah, just spraying water here, or there. Um, the guidance, the intent I said to the, you guys was, hey, let the structure is fully involved. Like, just let's worry about exposures. I think that's all. We, that's all the guidance you guys needed. And you guys cut left, we'll cut right. <laughs> so, um, and yeah, the video was hey, he was kind of. He was a little bit here, there, everywhere. He was wet and wild. Yeah, and then you kind of saunter up because you can see you kind of saunter up, and then you hear "woo" from you. <laughs> <laughs> and then you you got a Cleveland roll, I think, over your yeah, shoulder. Yeah, we needed yeah. a little bit more yeah. stretch to get right in that corner, yeah. so I just came back with the Cleveland. You just like flop it down, and then you point at him. <laughs> you point at the ground, and you kneel, and he kneels. He's like, and you kind of see you've been like, get on the ground. <laughs> like, He's like, win right it's really hot. So I'm just just get down, get, just get down, <laughs> just kneel. We, we're gonna have to shut this line down. He's yeah. like, okay, <laughs> just car it up. He was man. He was he was cooking. He was ready to roll, and he was dark, but just trying to keep hold of him. You know, he was yeah. he was ready to go. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. It was good. But yeah, I was just like, just save your energy. We're gonna be here a long time. This thing, yeah, exactly. this thing's cooking hot. There's a lot yeah. of fuel here. Yeah. You know, he's like, every time I spray the house, is the, the water is just evaporating. I'm like, yep, yep. Why we're not hit it with an inch and a half. It is heat, boy. We just exactly. got to cover those exposures. We'll yeah. for the simmer down. You ever right? piss? You ever piss in the wind? Just that's what that inch <laughs> and a half is going to do. Exactly it's just it. going out there and psh, yeah. it's gone. Yeah. So, so it's funny because we, since we had this, we had this garage fire a few months back. We knew because uh, we knew where the hydrant was, obviously, and we knew we could hit it with just enough hose because we have. I think we talked about this before. We have yeah. like. 15 or 16 lengths of hose on the truck mm-hmm. and we have like one like the hose and we're left up when we're when we're done and that's what happened again yes we do um yeah, yeah ash all that <laughs> um but yeah once we hooked up to the supply line then we could then we started pulling the two and a half off and yeah get a little bit more cooling actually going then mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. for a while there it was literally just exposures and uh let it cook yeah yeah, yeah it's funny uh you know learning again how many lengths it takes to lay into that that uh, area um at one point in time, the chief asked for uh, the second truck, which had laid into the hydrant, uh, to jump forward and look after the other side of the structure and some, some you know, some of the exposures. Um, so I'm like, well, shit, I don't want this thing to be buried back here without any, you know, water supply. So I see that there was some hose left in the bed. So I grab it and I start walking. It's probably two and a half, three lengths ish to lay into the other engine which like we're, we're not a big fan of like engine to relay to engine but when it's way way back there it's kind of your only option unless you want to shuttle water with the tender um so i grab it over over the shoulder and you know you kind of know okay i'm like three quarters out the back all right it's going to start to drag the second length now man this isn't getting much harder this isn't getting any harder. And I look back, I'm like, I'm fucking dragging one length of hose. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I fucking put it down. I'm like, ah, tender one one you want to come and relay water? <laughs> I could have just grabbed some more lengths off the other truck, but at that or, point, I, I was so used, rattled. Yeah, you could use a two and a half. Uh, yeah. Could have, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that probably would have got us there. Yeah. But Just again, I was like, I fucking, I was done. <laughs> <laughs> this is dumb. <laughs> 
So, you know, and I was thinking about this later. We had four, four lines off of uh, the first two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had three inch and a half, and then the two and a half, and, half of the yeah. and it was running pretty heavy. Like we were going pretty full bore. Yeah. Um, and we only and this goes back to like everyone's always like, you need that four inch supply line that storts is a freaking way to go. We run a two and a half inch supply line. Yeah. From the hydrant. And Long we layer. never and we never ran out of water. No. Yeah. Um, and we were flowing constant. Too. We were flowing mm-hmm. pretty constant. Like there's always guys like and that's the way I was looking at. It. There's always guys gonna be shutting their hose down, readjusting. Every time that hose gets shut down, the water supply is catching back up and yeah. then turn it back on, and then the water stays. So like we never ran out of water. So no. I often start thinking, oh, should we go to the two and a half or the four inch storage? Should we do it? And then. Because, you know, you guys have it, and a lot of departments have it, and they're like, oh, we swear by it. You never run out of water. I'm like, I'm never, I don't think once we hooked a hydrant, I've never no. thought about, I've never worried about running out of water. Other than when we sucked the reservoir dry one time on a big yeah. fire, yeah, and yeah. the school was on fire. Mm-hmm. But it's like, and the, the ease of it, like, because literally, we could just go over there and we could kick the two and a half out of the way to make room for trucks yeah. to drive in yeah. if we mm-hmm. if we lay it funny or something, but... The, that time when we were helping you, <laughs> four inch. I'm like, oh, ah! we're over there, like, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> like, nope. Sucks. Yeah. This is where it lays. Yeah, yeah. yeah you. So have I don't to know. Make sure. I'm like, I'm always like back and forth on it. Like, ah, I mean, really nice to have that big supply line, but then I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we never, yeah. we've never had a problem. Yeah. So, I mean, you've ran with both. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to picture in my head like how many fires we've been on where we've had, you know it getting close to running out of water or not like as, as far as i can remember I mean, we've had the large supply line for forever yeah. and like i was just saying we have we've had uh, the deck gun running on a couple and a ground monitor and things like that but we've always had that large supply line yeah and going back to when i was up here with the um smaller diameter um supply line like the only one i can recall is that big high school fire yeah but we had you, multiple you were, hydrants yeah. tapped yeah. everybody's yeah. running large lines and you weren't running out we were because i was near i was away then but you weren't running out of water because of the supply line you were running no. out of water because we were you literally the system was running out of water. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah so i think i mean maybe we've been partially lucky to what hydrants we're tapping into too for, mm. for yeah because that hydrant was right? as high as like in that area of town yeah the hydrant we were tapped into on, uh, mm-hmm. on that night was the highest pressure but I don't know. It's just... And it's, yeah, I mean, the math is there. If somebody's, like, really interested in... <laughs> Not it. <laughs> and gal- or gallonages and stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, for how many how many lengths of inch and a half versus two and a half to your supply? Like, yeah. it, it, mm-hmm. the numbers will be there. But like you said, like, generally, guys are kind of shuttling around. They're shutting off, readjusting here and there. Yeah. Um, like, I feel like... Take. If it's a really like the big fires where we're hooked into uh, and like like if like uh, industrial places mm-hmm. on fire or the, or like when a hotel was on fire that time yeah um the good thing about that is the hydrants are like literally like super close. three lengths away yeah, are, yeah. yeah. we're not going to run sixteen lengths of a line like this is a rarity this this one yes. where we, we drained our whole uh, supply line mm-hmm. um and in that case we could always just pull three or four more lengths off and hook into the other side of the hydrant yeah and then For now sure. you're pushing down the whole supply line so I don't know I've just never like I say, I go back and forth on it, mm-hmm. and I don't. To me, I haven't seen the value in train because it, it's it's a big transition. We have to change over everything, yeah. and we have to retrain everybody on it. And, mm-hmm. You know, um, I like the quickness of the stores because we have uh, yeah. that connector on the back end of our tender, and we can right. help you guys at one time. Going way back, it's like two thousand now, two thousand one. 
uh, we had we had a relay pump. We we're drafting out of the lake, mm. and we had a relay pump. Is up that hill on that? No, this was up uh, the bottom of Lakeshore Drive to a uh, uh, packing house fire. Right. Mm. Um, but even then, like we had tons of water, but we had to boost the pressure with that relay, right? right? Just because the sheer distance. But yeah, we never really ran out of water. Hmm. So yeah, yeah, it'd be stuff. interesting to see, like with the new engine, get that deck gun going. You know, you run a two and a half off. That moves a lot of water, right? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, but, I, I, I seen with the deck end of the night on that fire. We would have ran it, probably. Yes. We wouldn't have ran it right away. We would have ran it once the once, uh, supply line was hooked in. Yep. Mm-hmm. But then we probably wouldn't have pulled the two and a half off. That's right. We would have needed to. Mm-hmm. We've had a, we had a structure fire two years ago where we couldn't pull any more lines off. I remember Captain Parker, he was running the pump on engine 191, and we... I asked him, I said, hey, I'm going to hook up another, another engine three-quarter and, and pull it off. He goes, and he looked, he's like, I can't pull any more water out of here. Like, mm-hmm. this is, we are maxed out for the for the pump. Right. Um, but that was more the pumping aspect. Of right. It. We still had a very solid supply line. Mm-hmm. So that, at that time, we had to re-tap into another hydrant with our second truck. But, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not a pump guy. Oh yeah, it's a lot of math. Too much math for me. Mm-hmm. I just like that when I open and bail, water comes out. That was so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When that happens, yeah. I would be happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. It's like that game in the the, the old uh, there's an mm. old game that you connect the pipes together. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's really that's all I see. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it was a good one. It was a it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was I mean, as it goes. It's been a while as that I've been on. I've been on for a structure fire. At least I think mm-hmm. I was on the, the one just before, but like a full rock because that thing was full. Yeah, there was nothing yeah. we could yeah. do. Like it, it was. It's a strange one because you know you, you get there and you're always in the first frame of mind of this needs. Yeah. We're, we, there's a big problem here. We need to solve it. But yeah. in that, it was so far gone. There was nothing yeah. we could have done. Because we were talking. Warren Warren was one of the other captains. He's like. Do you think we could have made a push? I'm like no, because <laughs> he was on second truck. So you know, by the time he actually got to the scene of the fire, because he was they were delaying in the supply line for us and all that stuff. Yeah. So by the time he saw it, it was like, but it had nothing. Like he thought maybe the progression Something of the fire. Changed. But I'm like, no, this is literally yeah. what we got when we got here. Mm-hmm. It was already through the roof. It was already like pushing yeah. out all the windows. Like yeah. there was a lot of window. There was some big um, glass doors on the backside, like um, sliding doors. Yeah, blown out. Um, to me, it was more of a. It was good for the, even for the newer guys because we do a lot of fire dynamic stuff through our burn building. Yep. But nothing gets that hot because we're burning pallets. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's getting an actual structure fire and being able to observe different yeah. patterns. So, you know, we were watching, uh, it's kind of an observe thing because we're, while you're fighting, the, while you're making sure it's not hitting the exposures, you're kind of looking at the house like, and every once in a while you hit it with some water to cool it down. But, you know, you got to see it pushing out of windows. Um, you got to see it coming out of the front door. You got to see flow paths. Um, you got to see a gas line. So the gas line on the outside, it, mm-hmm. it went and it started um, it started venting. Yep. There was a little fire nato on the roof. Yeah, the fire was, nato yeah. when the roof went off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty interesting to see. So all that stuff, you know, it was a good learning experience for me. It's kind of like, I hate those house fires because it's like nothing we do. And it's yeah. like all the yeah. training we do is like, well. Anybody could literally do this. Surrounded, yeah, 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 yeah. surrounded around, so like, mm-hmm. uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> it is interesting watching how strong and how turbulent that fire can get, though. Yeah, like oh the God, force yeah. behind it as it pushes mm-hmm. out a, a window or a door like that. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 It was like a six or eight foot, like, just ball of fire rocking at that front window for a while. Yeah, it was really, really impressive. But again, like, those are the, you know, sort of things that you can take take with you. Uh, we did have a couple of our rookies there, actually, like, our rookiest of of rookies again, like, this guy. <laughs> he's, he's not uh, even a rookie anymore. He's not even a rookie. <laughs> no. He's more structured Can't players be. than full-time guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he's super, you know, like, like really, really eager to he's work. He's one of our students. And, yeah, right. he's, so yeah. he's, he's uh, one of our students. He, he will have ran more structured fire calls by the time he graduates than <laughs> a lot of, like, full-time guys <laughs> running their first five years. Yeah. Um, and like he's 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 very he's very eager to work. Um, it comes from like a working family, so like he's not, as Scott would say, a lazy bag of shit, which is what we don't want to have. Like, yeah. it's kind of yeah, like all day long he kept asking me, "Is there anything else I could be doing right now?" I'm like, "Nope, we're doing it." <laughs> yeah, this is as good as it gets, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> we were over there cooling uh, the one tree just as you uh, come in on the alpha side, and uh, he's like spraying that there. And he, he still has his pack on. I'm like, hey man, you want to go get that pack off? He's like, oh yeah, for sure. So, like, rips over. I'm like, I'll, I'll like sit sit here for five five minutes or whatever. I'm spraying around a bit. Stop. Spray around a bit. Stop. I look back and he's like ripping back 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 over to me. He's like, all right, I'm back. I'm like, all right, nothing's changed. He's still gonna spray here. <laughs> and I'm like, well, pretty soon we're actually gonna have to put put this thing out. So. Do you want the nozzle back? Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> Boom. So right, right back on, and he's waving, and like, I'm like trying to like, like, give vibes to the chief. Like, it's time. Let's put water on the fire now. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, we were super, super, super defensive, and like we've we've said, that was the call immediately. Like, there's nothing that you can do, and it was already burning so heavy that even if you put it out, like, you still have to quote go in to like extinguish it and like do overhaul it wasn't going to be safe at that point so like let's let this thing clean itself up having a base yeah there was a basement in there yeah. a crawl space mm-hmm. um, yeah so let's just let let this thing yeah. clean itself up a bit. we had managed to look into a bunch of different windows like as much as we could like so i mean it's a abandoned house yeah there could have been people in there but yeah we still did a when we were doing cleanup later mm-hmm. uh final mop up the guys, like, that's what my job was with actually yeah. with the, the other guy. With the young guy, with the young guy, it was like sit, kind of poking around, sipping through stuff. He's like, "What are we looking for?" I'm like, mm. <laughs> "I'll let you You'll know when, know when find you find it." it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> didn't find anything." <laughs> yeah, which is good, obviously. But um, yeah, no, it was good to see. You know, let those those guys get eyes on like what that fire is doing, how quickly it can uh, you know progress and. Yeah. Um, like even as those extra windows were, you know, popping, um, what that does for flow. Um, yeah. yeah, it was really, really cool to well, see. And even like the difference of the inch and a half is going and then uh the, mm-hmm. when the two and a half got on um we were hitting the two hitting the backside of the two and a half a little bit yeah. and just seeing that reaction with the two and a half for sure. When we actually hit it, it was like well, like just how much deluge yeah. is when it hits that when mm-hmm. it hits the fire. Yeah. 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 So much more efficient. Yeah. yeah. And that's like I said, like it's the those types of fires are great for newer members that haven't seen a lot of that and yeah. see what 
you know, large water applications can actually do. Because like I said, the burn buildings were great, but inch and a half yeah. is going to solve every every problem yeah. in a heartbeat. Yes, yeah, in a burn building, right. right? And the burn building is always it's always made to go inside. Like, yes, it's very exactly. rare we're going to do a surround and round on the burn building. Yeah. <laughs> we have done scenarios where we, yeah. hey, let's do a surround and round for a little while. Yeah. Let's spray water through the windows. Treat this as though the whole building's going up, and then yeah. we'll do a push in. We all, but we always end up pushing in. Yeah, yeah. this case we're not doing that. But to see that large volume, you know, yeah. hit start knocking things down so fast and how well it works, mm-hmm. um, it, it that just supports that uh, theory of you know that transitional attack. Like I said, like start hitting it, throw some water on the fire. Yeah. Hey, look mm-hmm. at the changes just made for that, you know, 30 seconds of flow. Yeah. Now we've cooled it and then you go. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and it was good with a gas line too. That was a good uh, learning experience for a lot of the guys that hadn't seen the gas line go up before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause it was going, it, it um, JP, who was on my truck, he's like, Hey, the, uh, the gas lines, the gas lines touched off. It's like, Oh, so I radioed, uh, the IC at the front and move. Say, uh, yeah, cause we were, I don't think we actually thought there was gas at that place. No, I thought so the, kind of was cut, yeah. the gas was cut. Well, I didn't actually think there was gas even to the like because mm-hmm. it's a very old house and a very like kind of like kind of swampy part of town. I'm like, yeah. why would there even be gas here? Mm-hmm. And so when it, when he said the gas, he goes, I think because he said he thought the gas line was going, and then I kind of walk over there. He's like, oh, it's going because he could hear it. Yeah, and we're looking at it, but it was burning. Mm-hmm. So now we're like, hey, uh, get the gas company here to shut this down. Um, and then, um, one of the guys on the other side of the house ended up putting it out. We're like, shit. <laughs> so I, we made a, made a radio call. I think I made a radio call as soon as I saw the gas line. Yeah. Like just let everyone know the gas line's here and it's mm-hmm. cooking off. And, and then one of the guys actually put it out. Yeah. And then we're like, <laughs> cause now you're basically, waiting, it's like a time bomb. Waiting. Like we're like, Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're, we kind of backing away. We're like, okay, where's all this gas going? <laughs> and then it went poof back on again. We're like, okay. <laughs> and then another like scream goes over it, puts it out again. I'm like, ah, <laughs> comes right in it. <laughs> Ash, tell those guys to stop spraying over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he couldn't see it from where he was. And I'm like, hey, let's not put that gas out again. Okay. <laughs> puts it out again hey do you see that yeah yeah okay we're gonna leave that burn burning is good not burning is bad <laughs> okay yeah check and then he was good so nice and the, mm. the the gas guy actually came and we thought he was gonna do some fancy thing that was from the from the road no he got us to do the uh the thing we teach at seminar oh yeah they went on a fog pattern walk into a fog pattern the guys yeah. walked up and uh just put it up with the old, what, what do you call it, croissant wrench? The old croissant wrench. <laughs> <laughs> the old fitzel. <laughs> and they put it out. But then, actually, it it, uh, it had taken so much damage that even turning it off, um, it was busted a little lower. Mm-hmm. So even that didn't solve all the problems. It solved most of it. So yeah. he actually stayed on scene uh, for most of the night, uh, yeah. even while we were doing uh, final mop-up. So we cooled it down again for him, and then mm-hmm. we finally went in, and they fixed it properly. But, nice. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a long night. It was a good one. It was really good. Some, a lot yep. of things learned. Yeah, you always look at all the positives. You know, anytime that you roll a truck, I don't care what it is. If it's a you know rocket structure fire, if it's a FR call or a, you know an alarm that's nothing. There's always something that you can take from it, and there's a lot that guys could take from that. So that yeah, was good. Yeah. And then uh, to follow that one up. So that I think that day we had seven, I want to say seven calls. I think it was five. Five, five calls that day. Later, Two, later, yeah, later. that's right. Yeah. And one of those was an FR call for, uh, which is actually, we were talking about this, was 
Um, another really good point as to why the FR program um, for us is is a really good thing, and for yeah. the for the entire town, it's a really good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was uh, a little lady who had fallen in her backyard, right? Yeah, we're going to talk about something that we have nothing, because none of us were on this call. None of us were there, but, but we've no. talked to some of the guys secondhand. And, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounded really good. Like you said, it's c- c- the reason why, because um, free, when was, was that for our start? 90, 19, early 90s? Like in in BC? Sure. Like early 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Math again. Yeah, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not sure. Math and memory. I bet, the director, I bet whoever the director will be of FR will uh, know that one. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I should have put that on my resume. <laughs> Anyways. From its inception in 1996. <laughs> um, so FR has been around for a long time. We have just gone into it, as we said, um, for reasons. Um, mm. One of the reasons being that ambulance is getting overwhelmed lately. And, you know, so we're like, hey, you know what? If, if we save one person or we give care to one person that needs it or... You know, it's worth whatever it ends up costing. Sure. Yeah. I yeah. think, and I think most of the, I think most of the town would agree. I think most yeah. of the town thought we were FR. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you know they, I don't think like, people actually knew we weren't FR for the longest mm-hmm. time because we would yeah. still go to medical calls and stuff. But this was a prime example. So a delayed ambulance um, yeah. response. This lady had fallen like at nine at night or something mm-hmm. outside, and her, and her no access to a phone. And her son finds her like mm. early morning, like mm. two, three in the morning. Because she wasn't answering, wasn't answering. Yeah, he's working night shift or whatever it was. Yeah. Comes home, oh shit. Oh, Finds wow. her. So mm-hmm. now she's like freezing. Uh, I mean, it's not winter time here. It's gets down to like spring. lower yeah. single digits yeah. still, right? So she's mm-hmm. cold. Um, um, yeah, I don't know if she's properly dressed. So she ends up like they end up calling our guys because it's a delayed ambulance and because on the ambulance I think it's coming out of a uh, pant. So. 30 minutes away. Mm-hmm. So our guys show up. Um, they do really, really good uh, patient care. They gave hot packs. Um, they gave blankets, of course. Yeah. Um, did that whole uh, heat, um, stop the heat loss. Was that, what is that Dr. Nick was trying to Yeah, if you stop the lead, stop the, stop yeah. the heat. Yeah, stop yeah. the heat. Uh-huh. No, but, well, keep the heat. <laughs> yeah, stop, stop, stop the lead, keep the heat, the heat or something. Yeah. <laughs> stop the heat loss. Yeah. If we do nothing, we'll stop the heat eventually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so that would have been because if it was that delayed, uh, that would have been five other ambulances in the area were all tied up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, the prime example of why we do this, why we do it at yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, they did all that, and they their plan was actually going to be to um, put her on the clamshell, uh, put her inside the uh, our truck, and run the heat, just get her warm, get her or take her the element. Because I I think something to do with her house. She wasn't able to go back in her house for some reason. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, there's something going on. Anyway, so there's some reason why they couldn't just put her back inside the house. So um, they had to put her in that truck. Well, they didn't because the ambulance showed up then. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's to, it's a total. That's the total reason why we. Yeah. Why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And I think like, everything we've done so far, it's just about patient care. Guys are like, well, we haven't really done anything. Well, yeah, we, every time we show up and we're but it's we a, do work. It's a public service. Yeah, right? yeah. We're, we're working for the public and uh, for responder world right mm-hmm. as yeah. in fire calls and everything else we do auto x water rescues road sure. rescues right and yeah. this is just another adjunct and I, especially having like so like if somebody is outside like that um like it's really good to have those hear those guys you know methodically think of the way that call is gonna, gonna work and hey how much longer are we delayed can we sufficiently keep her warm here mm-hmm. or hey we've got the clamshell we've got the training we're allowed to package yep you know, we can package her up. She's stable. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, make her make a move to a warm area. Absolutely, because you mm-hmm. want to remove yeah. him from that element. So mm, for sure. And you know, like we haven't been doing this for long, but I can only think of maybe two calls where we have done nothing. Yeah, like, like zero. where we arrive on scene, it's like, no, we actually don't need you at all. Thanks for coming, but yeah. bye. Yeah. Like if it's you know clearing path, if it's you know helping with uh, you know loading the patient into the stretcher, um, or actually hands on, like we yeah. we are doing something, and that is in whatever way you want to look at it, you are providing a level of care. Um, I think pretty much everybody now at, at the local EHS station is happy to see us come. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they understand what our role is, um, and they can see the value in you know having those extra pair pair of hands there. Um, I can think of many many calls where they have str- where they would have had to struggle, uh, and probably end up calling us anyway for a, a lift assist, which we have done for for years, or call a second car, or call a second car, yeah, and they'll tie somebody else up who now yeah everything, yeah. and then that's the. Butterfly, butterfly effect. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's effective. Then everybody starts shuffling the community, so each community gets robbed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if, if, if we're already there, it keeps the people that like really have the resources to to help free or available. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. It kind of goes back to, like, like years and years and years ago. Um, I think right when I, when I first started, um, we would never do traffic control. Right. Or very, like, we would get there, if we were the first on scene, we would do it, and then the, when the police would drive, we're out. Yeah, our chief at the time was like, we're done, see ya! It's like, now the police are like, okay, so now, well, how many police people you need to do traffic control? So now there's two police, so they have to pull him from another area, so now there's two police, plus the, plus the uh, officers doing the investigation, so now three police were tied up, when it could have just been one. Yeah. And I remember having this argument with the, the, the chief at the time. I said, why don't why we just leave it? Well, it's not our job. I was like, yeah, but you always complain. Stuff's getting broken into in town. <laughs> You're tying it's, up three It's now one in the morning, and we got three cops tied up. Yeah. Oh. I said, or we're here. <laughs> we can do it. <laughs> and then, you know, other guys kind of chimed in, and, we, and, and then we changed it. And it, it makes good sense because yeah. it's safe. It's this. For sure it is. Because yeah. our mind is on the game. Like the cops are like, yeah, they they can do traffic, but they're also thinking, oh, okay, what is house I'm doing? Like investigation is that guy driving? Like they're doing all their stuff. Plus they're listening to their radio, and they could leave at any moment, like at a higher priority call. So it's like, no, we'll do. Okay. And at least yeah. now, like it's it's changed a lot too. Because before we try and call for Argo for uh, or yeah, the road maintenance company, yeah, for a uh, for prolonged uh, highway closure or something, Absolutely. yeah, and they would take forever to show up. They would never show up. <laughs> But at least it is a little bit better yeah. now, though. Whereas now, if we make that call, hey, this is going to be shut down for hours. Yeah. yeah. At least they get rolling right away. Yeah, for sure. And I, I almost feel like dispatch is almost starting that. As soon as we give them an update, say, no, highway shut down. Yeah. Blah, blah, or if there's a, a death, then absolutely. It's, yeah, it's shut down for a long yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. But it's gotten better. But yeah, I completely agree, right? Like, it's just another adjunct of public service that yeah. we're doing in our area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super valuable, too. You know, I mean, yeah. if you even if you look at the amount of calls that we've received for FR over the small period of time we've been doing it, you can you can see the value just in the numbers, just yeah. in the numbers right mm-hmm. out of the gate. So, and even if we were to like, hey, we're suddenly which we're not, which we're better not be doing. I don't think we're doing. <laughs> like, talk about that again. <laughs> um, <laughs> if we if we suddenly said we're not doing it anymore, well, the value of us just even running calls and observing paramedics. Yeah. When we go to a an MVI, because we're still going to be doing MVIs forever. Yeah. 
if we were to say no more FR all of a sudden, now we lose that value of, yes. of understanding the medical side of things. Mm-hmm. And that's where we really, um, like when, usually the MVIs are really where people are really severely injured. Right. Um, so that's when we, the stuff we learned over here is going to be transferred over here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, just going back to kind of what your crew did with that lady that was in the elements outside, you know, that's one thing that um, people always think about the elements when it's cold, but when it's hot, it's just as bad. You know, especially you get these pet trucks or a fall elderly fall on the street on the concrete in our summertime. Mm-hmm. It's forty degrees outside or right plus. Yeah. Yeah. And that concrete is so hot because I've knelt down for C spine in order to package somebody up. Sure and you're burning. Like you yeah, can't like you're traditionally lie down with your forearms on the concrete because you're gonna get burnt. Mm-hmm. So they're frying as well. For sure. So we need are. to protect them as well. And many times that's the case. That you know, carry extra blankets, you know, you ever run water you them up. Uh, I think we have dumped some water around the patient before. Yeah, like run like a hose or something? No, we didn't. No, we just had our, our large saline bottle. Oh, you, but if like, a fire truck shows up, would you ever like... Oh. Uh, I think it'd be a judgment call, right? Depending on what you're doing. I mean, you don't want a soaked person. Straight through in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> Waterboard them. <laughs> you know, and again, manpower, right? You got blankets. You, you, you can create some shade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Waterboard somebody. <laughs> oh. Not, not fire related. Yeah. No, but with the blankets and stuff, like we, we've all, we've held up tarps and stuff for shade. Yeah. Sure thing. Protect yeah. people. With, yeah. I mean, we have our, our, uh, like our tents. Pump tents. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And speaking of, uh, speaking of FR as well, obviously that rolls into sometimes of, uh, busting doors and sometimes we do it with tools, right? Scott, sometimes we do it with tools. Yeah. yeah. This time we did it with tools, and actually it was a very soft. Well, it's always done with tools. Yeah. Well, oh. I would say always. I, well, there might be a tool <laughs> donkey kicking a door. <laughs> one or two stories of that. That's kind of what it was. Yeah. The worst was when that. Remember that one that pizza bar that was on fire? Yes. Jesus. And it I'm like, I'm like on, I'm oh. on my back, double legging it, just kicking. Todd's like, Todd's trying to kick it. He's in with axes. We found it was a Massive steel beam steel and a big friggin' planter, and it was like, <laughs> like we were literally knocking the thing that would say concrete oh. casing. <laughs> we were hitting it so much. Horrible. That sucks. <laughs> I was so <Yeah>. tired. <laughs> Anyways, that didn't happen in this case. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we've we've been we've gotten very uh, not very good. We've gotten pretty good at forcible entry in the last yes. couple of years. Um, we you know we have our prop. Um, I you know we could can we still get better? Yeah, we can get better at anything. But again. Mm-hmm. The amount of times forcible entry is actually used is it worth? Like we're not in New York where we're training it every day, and there's that's a right. guy, there's like a, literally a guy that's the job is to force entry things. Mm-hmm. No, we're we're doing it when we can. Yeah. So and really, a residential door we found pretty easy to force enter. Yeah. A couple of hits, you know, a couple of hits for during your softening up phase, and usually it pops, or <coughs> and then you put gap and a pry. Yeah. Um. We haven't been. Um, You've been dabbling. Ash has been. Ash I, is like our four. Our I play around. Entry expert. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the mo- he's got the um, shove sea rat and, and the shove. Mm-hmm. So Ash has been kind of our soft entry guy, like doing some stuff. Yeah. Um, so uh, we get this call the other day. Yeah. <laughs> so again, it was that same day again. Um, the old five, five call day. Um, <clears throat> this one was getting later at night, mm-hmm. like ten thirty, eleven or something. And uh, it comes in FR tones, um, but the way it, the guys were, were rolling out, I was like, ah. I kind of only caught the tail end of it. I'm like, ah, is this 
general? Is this FR? Yeah, I got, I'm just going to listen. Yeah, I got torn out as an FR, but it was actually mm-hmm. a, uh, more of a, what we would normally do as a, whoever shows up a general basis. Yeah. Yeah. So... I didn't, like, bail out of the house immediately. Um, I kind of listened for it. I'm like, well, if it's going to be the FR crew, like, they can figure it out. It's fine. Um, and then we get the address of where it is. So, in my mind, I'm already thinking. Uh, and I'm listening. I'm like, okay. So, they're going to have to soft entry. I'm like, hmm. Slowly start getting up. <laughs> I, eh, I might, I might want to go, go on this one. Um and then <laughs> actually Scott calls me. So I'm walking my dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're thinking, he's like, uh, I bet you they take the wrong truck. <laughs> and because we only have a small kit for soft entry mm-hmm. right now, because again, new and yeah. it doesn't happen that often. So we only have a small kit. And I think like we chatted about this and it's, we've since moved it. Yeah. We thought we had it on the wrong truck. So yeah. it was on our engine, like our first two engines, which if it's a structure fire, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be fucking around with soft entry. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be getting in. Yeah. So we're like, ah, this would probably do better on like the rescue truck or on or our, our FR push truck, because... right? For yeah. our on 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 our FR truck. So we ended up moving it over to the rescue truck because it always seems to be the default truck on yeah. those kind of calls. So we're, we're having that chat and sure shit like neither of us have our radios on us like i think you were walking your dog and i was just getting yeah. getting myself ready for bed um so he's like yeah i don't have my radio maybe give him a quick ring i'm like fuck i don't either like i'm on my way out to my truck <laughs> so by the time i get there uh dispatch rescue 181 leaving the hall i'm like ah, fuck, yeah so they took the wrong the quote wrong truck because the, less, it's not the less desirable truck <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so just as they they leave I hop on the radio, I'm like, uh, rescue, um, grab the soft entry kit off of engine one one Um, but they had already pulled off the apron. Well, they were already, kind of yeah, weird. they were taking the corner as I was driving down the hill. Yeah. They just come and give them the tool that mm-hmm. the tools they needed. Yeah. So then I was like, ah, I'll just go to the hall and grab it and I'll meet you guys there. Yeah. Cause we knew it wasn't like, if it was soft entry, we know it's not an emergency. Like it's yeah. maybe not a, yeah, it's not an emergency. It's not a code, <laughs> code three type. Yeah. yeah. Where you have to like rush, so you can yeah, yeah. not a quick three, four century, yeah, do it nicely, right? So we end up getting there, and like again, I wasn't quite sure. Um, like, are we just trying to get in like the double glass doors? Uh, like, are we using um, like, like what are we using? Um, so we get there, and it turns out no, so the front door is open, uh, and it's a residential style swinging door, um, that we're gonna have to gap and then try to space that out and get that uh, striker bolt. Um, where it can clear. Uh, so, we did. Yeah. No, we actually <laughs> and, like... And that's it. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no uh, one of the paramedics who's actually also our, one of our members, he's like, mm-hmm. listen, he goes, there's nobody like severely injured in there. We just need to get in and check on this guy. Yeah. We're like, okay. Well, actually, he, the way he said it, it didn't sound like there was anybody in there at all. I'm like, well, why are we going in why there? Are we going <laughs> in? Yeah. He's like, well, no, there's somebody in there, but we've been talking to him, so we know he's not like injured. Yeah. But we just need to get in. Mm-hmm. And the key wasn't working because it's a facility where everybody has a key. Like they have the keys yeah. facility, but for some reason that, that one thing was broken. Mm-hmm. So, so it had a deadbolt, which was open. Which was thankfully open. And then just a regular uh, yeah. door, yeah. like a swing swing handle yeah. uh, that you can lock from the inside. So one thing I can say with all the force entry we've been doing lately, mm-hmm. um, that has to be helping. Because, Absolutely. You know, because I started rather than, you know, I, it gives you an understanding because I started like, you know, I basically I'm pushing on the mm-hmm. door. 
So it's it's my version of it was my version of uh, shocking the like door. Because when you shock the door, you're testing where the locks are. But I'm like I was just pushing with my hand and my yeah. body weight, and I could see okay, okay, flex there. I went all the way up the door. I could see the spots where it was flexing, where spots were holding. Yeah. So I'm like okay. So then we figured out okay, it was just the one simple lock. Mm-hmm. So then we had a discussion, and then Ash noticed it was uh, it was a uh, steel frame. Yeah, yeah. So once you uh, once I saw that it was the steel frame. Um, so steel frame, wooden door, um, and steel frames kind of float inside of the, uh, the jam. Um, there's a little bit of flex. So, go ahead. <laughs> Todd needs, 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 water. needs some water there. So there's a, a bit of flex in the jam. So we ended up just getting, um, a couple of. Like small hand handheld pry bars. We got the modus pry bar actually. Yeah, actually, hey, modus, yep. modus. So, <laughs> and the modus wedge. So yeah, this was like the, heavy hitter or the, the actually uh, actually Andrew had to be the heavy hitter. I'm like, eh, let's go with a little fat. Let me, let me, yeah. Let's go with small wedge first. So yeah. we we got the minier wedge there. Uh, we had the modus pry bar. We had uh, the tool belt of destiny. Yeah, that came, came up. To rescue. Um, so we had the so bigger, had bar, bigger there. pry bar Yeah, and then to start it all off to throw everything together. We had the C rat, and we were yeah. gapping it out yeah. uh, to start with, so we could get a good purchase point. Uh, so once once we had it gapped a bit there, got Stop. got took a couple of promo photos. Absolutely, oh, <laughs> we had all the advertising going on. Oh, man, <laughs> great. Um, so yeah, we just worked back and forth between the two pry bars and the wedge, and um, just kind of uh, ballooned the center section of the the frame out. So the principles of the fourth entry are still. Yep. We're still there, right? Because we, mm-hmm. we, uh, we shocked the door. We didn't yep. shock it, but I, I pushed on the door. That was yep. my version of shocking. Then we gapped it. Yep. And then we basically, we after we gapped it, we, we forced it. But we didn't force it. We just kept constant pressure on it. And slowly, mm-hmm. like, it just popped. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. And, like, ballooning that center section, I bet you we moved it the better portion of three-quarter inch. Yeah, like, it, nice. it definitely flexed enough. Yeah. Um, where there was no major damage to the door, um, and eventually it just yeah popped, um, and then yeah I gained gained access to it, and uh, we're like oh shit yep there's a guy laying on the ground <laughs> we're gonna back ourselves out because we're like we're literally playing balls yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then we let the uh, pros go in there and do what they have to do yeah. so nice it was good yeah it was really nice to see because you know we actually don't get a lot of soft entry calls so to you know to kind of be able to lean lean back on some skills that we're not super proficient on because we don't get it and we don't really practice a lot of it like like i mess around for for fun um well, that's kind of it and, um of course we have the two of our new like two of our new guys there yeah so i'm like so what you got here <laughs> i'm trying to like you can sound like we've done this a hundred times so mm-hmm. clearly because it's the second time we've had a soft yeah so it's like so. what you got here is a steel frame door and it's just gonna <laughs> <They're> like, oh, <laughs> really? yeah, like, these yeah, guys so. got it figured right out <laughs> <They're dialed there. laughs> yeah. but yeah yeah it worked it was good but it goes back to the public service right like obviously we can get into that door like Zero problem. Yeah. yeah, but we want to leave it. We want to leave it lockable, right, for yeah. the residents. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's a back to that public service. That's why we're learning soft entry techniques and trying to yeah. figure out easier, yeah, softer that, ways right? to get into it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's great news to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was good. And then, uh, that was us. That was me. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, so practice uh, for us. Uh, well, it wasn't we... a call. No, no, not a call. <laughs> no, you haven't had any calls. We... Yeah, tell, tell us about your calls. <laughs> well, I can, I can tell you. We had a couple alarm activations, some uh, oh, construction. Yeah, very, very exciting. Like uh, like Jason says from Firehouse Coffee, uh, Firefront Coffee, is uh, yeah, the alarm's not a real call. <laughs> <laughs> and a burn complaint. That's been our week. It's also not a real call. Yeah. <laughs> so very, very slow for us. Yeah, you guys are getting all the action. I'm definitely mm-hmm. jealous. You guys are all assholes. <laughs> um, well, our training, our training went really well. Uh, so we did a big scenario. Uh, we've been doing some uh, some rope over the bank simulations, some auto wax uh, leading up to it. Uh, so we did, uh, we had this big sand pit where we used to party actually back in the day. Um, as kids. <laughs> uh, big sand pit, which is uh, owned by the town now, so... We dumped some cars down this uh, this bank, uh, flipped one up over on its roof, and then one on its side, kind of the ass end, kind of perched up on the bank. So pretty precarious, actually, and all loose sand. That was a bitch, actually, mm-hmm. trying to stabilize that thing. So what we did was um, we broke down our team. We, we pre-selected um, some roles for some people to swap into and stuff. So we picked our IC and a safety, and then we did a auto X team lead and a, um, uh, a rope rescue team lead. So... What we wanted in this scenario, we just ran a single rope line with our MPD, so just for a uh, uh, low slope, low angle rescue. Um, and But we wanted to treat it as everything needs to go down with the basket stretcher, so we couldn't actually carry anything down mm-hmm. the bank. Um, mostly just to get guys running through the, the whole systems, right? Yeah. So the downside to that is because it's such a technical rescue, you end up getting a lot of guys standing around. We had 19 guys for the practice, so it was, it was quite large. Um, but it was also good because we were able to, uh, kind of bump up the teams a little bit because the initial trucks, you would have only had five guys per yeah, team, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we we're able to, to intermingle the trucks a little bit there. So good, good learning points for, for the team leads and for the ICs to go through all the roles. Um, I played uh, dispatch and was kind of running this scenario. So I just kind of gave it information and we responded. Um, so once we, once the guys set up the rope line, uh, and the rescue trucks were there, the over-embankment over crew getting everything set up and rigged up. Second truck came in, there were the auto X guys. So they jumped into the harnesses right away, um, started prepping to go down. Uh, we sent two of them down immediately to just start doing the 360 and the patient contact and kind of get an extrication plan going while the other team started loading the basket stretcher with um, all of your stabilization and whatnot. And did one trip down the bank with that, started stabilizing. And then they started reloading the hydraulics and the sawzalls and stuff. Yep. Um, so we end up using our Rescue 42s mm-hmm. um, and our straps to, to strap these or to stabilize these cars. And it was quite challenging in the sand because we, we, like, you always want with your um, uh, Rescue 42s to try to have opposing if you're going to run a single strap to the base, right? Yeah. Uh, or you do a triangle for the base to make it nice and secure. Um, the downside is you get tension, but then things start moving because the sand is, it's so loose. Right. right. Um, so we're actually talking, we want to get some big four foot spikes and drive a spike through it. Cause yeah. that works really well. Um, it worked out well, but we did have to do call stop and, and retension everything. And we really had like a, a, for real safety on the car watching things cause it was very fluid and it constantly, uh, would get loose. So we'd have to re-ratchet and re-strap everything. 
Um, yeah, then just we just did a simple roof flap, and we talked about what we'd do for a patient extrication, how you'd actually extricate this person properly, and the realistic body position where they would be, like if they already unbuckled, how they would fall, yeah. and things like that. Uh, then we just uh, packaged and up the bank. And next thing you know, that was an hour and a half for the first scenario. And then we just swapped the team zone and did the second scenario. Nice. So really good. A um, couple good things came out of it was, you know, just, you know, you have your guys in the staging and then everybody gets bored, right? So you start mingling away, walking away from staging. Next thing you know, there's two guys over chatting by IC. It's like, no, no, no there's no more freelancing. Like, tuck it, tuck it back, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so that, that was the big thing, just... People are getting bored and just reinforcing yeah. those conversations. Um, and then just bringing the proper tools down with you for that first patient contact. Because we get down there and we had, you know, the basics, but then it's like, oh, shit, well, we don't have any iPro or we don't have any masks with, to go with the Sawzall. Mm-hmm. No, that's in the other bag, um, you know, and then little things like that. So because guys are geared up in the rope rescue and the coveralls, whereas in our turnout gear, we all have tools to break glass and everything sure else thing. and eye pro so uh so yeah so just a discussion on that and we're going to tweak a few things on throwing a couple other things in some bags to, to go down and make that patient contact and uh, and we actually talked about the two of all destiny right so mm-hmm. similar thing so our chief at his pass all he had a very similar thing little, little pouch with everything in it and where you go i said well funny thing <laughs> <laughs> we can make that with a modus pocket over there right yeah. so yeah so we might be going along that route possibly yeah so but it went went well it was fun good night nice that's what we did yeah those um yeah scenarios are always hard because you're trying to scale it to make sure everyone's doing something yeah so uh, when i when we plan scenarios i'm I'm either like okay we're gonna do if we're gonna do a mass scenario we gotta make it like ridiculous like crazy yeah because then it's like we have to have everybody hands on so like there's gonna be a if we're gonna do a structural fire okay there also has to be a car on fire there has to be a bunch of like we you know we just make it ridiculous or we go okay we're gonna have two scenarios going at the same time yeah but they're gonna be totally different skill sets so it's like yeah okay we got a structure fire over here but then oh oh wait there's also somebody stuck in the river yeah or like that one day we had someone over, over the bank, bank plus someone drowning in the lake yeah so yeah. it's like yeah it's yeah it's, it's hard because in because like you said guys to start wandering off or yeah yeah and it's it's challenging because like i said you you want to get everybody engaged and we we're trying to really get guys that weren't super confident on the rope systems to start running it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really tried to, to split up the crews so the guys that can really dial anything with their eyes closed was just kind of like one member per team, right? To yeah, sure. help, help kind of guide everything. Yeah. Um, and then the other typical thing with every fire department almost is you never know who you're going to get. Like literally yeah. the previous Wednesday when we we're talking about the scenario for the planning, we had the perfect amount for the scenario. And then tonight we had 19 guys yeah. ready to rock for the snare. They're like, oh, shit. All right, right. Well, here we go. Mm-hmm. We'll make it work. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the other big discussion that came out of that was trying to, if we if we did get that many guys showing up, like, we just want some guys to give us a bit earlier feedback if they're coming or not coming to, to practice. So yeah. we can maybe do two groups. <laughs> yeah. But that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'd let me try that. <laughs> just, yeah, I know. It, it works it, it works for a week or two, yeah. and then it doesn't, right? Yeah. yeah, and part of it is I don't, sometimes I don't tip my hand on what we're doing either, because it's no. like, um, because I found some, you know, some guys, not not many, but a few, enough to make a difference, Yeah. Um, decide, oh, I don't, maybe they don't like doing scenarios. Mm-hmm. So maybe they don't show up that night. Well, this, or maybe the they don't like the skill we're going to do. Our guys had was, hey, it's a scenario. 
Yeah. Whereas the previous practice, the guys kind of knew what we're practicing on. Yeah. And sure enough, Scenario and I, oh, everybody's here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, guys have kind of figured out, like, if it's a, I think most of guys know, like, if it's the end of the month mm-hmm. and we had, like, three practices and it's kind of a one-off weird day, it's probably going to be Scenario or some just mass skill thing. Yeah. And, you know, they, they know there's a Scenario coming because we do. We try to do one almost every month. Yeah, yeah. so we do about 10 scenarios a year, like yeah. big scenarios. Um, and I think other departments are starting to catch on to that now because I've yeah. talked to other guys who have never did scenarios before and now they're like, hey, we're doing scenario. I'm like, sweet. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. You need the scenario-based oh, scenario yeah. training, 100%. Yeah. Well, it's like that, you know, like you just build the skills yeah. and then you reinforce the skills because yeah. you have to have a positive field experience, as we yeah. always say. So you build the skills and then you have a positive – and that's not even a field. That's still – you build the skills, you do the scenario. Okay, I think – okay, this – Pretty much gonna work, and then then you need that thing yeah. to happen, and then mm-hmm. you're like, okay, now it's now we got it, now yeah. it's valid, or maybe it's total shit show, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or it's not exactly the way you train it. Who cares? That's what we train. Yep, yeah, yeah. I always think the other side of the value that you get in scenarios as well isn't just the fact that you're learning the skill; you're also around the people that are playing off the skill too. So you get to see how other people respond in those situations, and so that when you get on the truck. If you've ran the scene with a guy who you know is great at forcible entry, right? Like, you know, okay, well, he's probably going to be really good with the irons. It's probably the best choice for this. And now's not the time. Right? Like, <laughs> I don't need the time to, to be. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to give it a try. Yeah, I'm not very yeah. good with it. but <laughs> In the scenario, this person responded and reacted really well to this. Sure. Yeah. I'm going to let that person take the lead on this. And I know I can do this on the back end and make sure this other piece That's is right. controlled, right? What was that meme I posted the other day from that Clint Smith guy who's that guy that runs Thunder Ranch? Yeah. Like, when you're at your when you're getting your ass handed to you in the parking lot is not the time to learn new skills. Same when you're on the fire route. It's probably not the time. Ah, I think I'll give the old irons a try today. <laughs> no, <laughs> that guy over there is doing it. <laughs> yeah. He's got it dialed. Yeah. But the scenario time is fine. Like you do sure. it then. Yeah. yeah. Have that guy behind you in case you really struggle. But yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we actually got toned out for another structure fire. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, Turned out to be... Burn pile. Yeah, Turned out to be a burn pile. Yeah. Um, but it still gave us an opportunity to be assholes to Todd. By we, I mean Ash. Yeah. <laughs> so I get this... I'm sitting there and I get this screenshot of the... I am responding. Structure fire. Road 22. Black <laughs> Which is right, right on your edge. Right, right on our border. So yeah. like, fuck. So I write back. Mutual aid? <laughs> Which, to be fair, I was already yeah, thinking that, we were that, thinking right? that, too. Yeah, I was trying yeah. thinking that, too. We were like... Mm. But then, as the deputy... As the duty officer was getting closer, he, he's like, I don't really see any smoke. I'm like, oh, this is lame. Because they came in as like a fully involved garage or barn shed, or barn or shed, or shed or yeah it's like oh well there must be some smoke in there because it is around a corner of a like a little mountain we're at but mm-hmm. um he's getting closer and then he's finally like oh i see smoke and our, our truck's hilarious you were in my truck again that day mm-hmm. and our truck's hilarious we're like we're like Woo, smoke! <laughs> like we got something it's like and then it's like he's like oh there's not much smoke we're like oh well that doesn't sound very very yeah uh, that doesn't sound like a structure fire then yeah. like fully involved to Mm. Yeah, and then it was like that might be a burn pile, and it was like, huh. I don't, am I in the right spot? And then he's, he, it's almost like he's uh, narrating what he's seeing over the radio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's funny. This is inside voice <laughs> over the airway, <laughs> and it turned out to be a burn pile. I mean, mm-hmm. not in season, so we'd still put yeah. it out, but it was yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good, and again, like going going back to that, every call can be you know something that you can learn. So I had two of our um, 
you know, newer members again, actually. The <laughs> young bit, buck there. Yeah. And, and then one of our other newer guys. And um, It's funny, like, our first truck fills up fast every time. Uh, the second truck was going pretty quick, but it would have been, if we all got on in order of how we got in the door, yeah, there would have been, like, four officers or whatever. So, like, immediately I'm like, hey, you guys go. Okay, first truck out, you guys go on to... Uh, I'll take the next two guys in the door on the tender. Like, we don't need to all pile in when there's people coming in. Because we almost took you. Mm-hmm. The girl run in. We're like, yeah. oh, it's a girl. Yeah, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, like, walking over again, and then I saw you. So I'm like, yeah, no, Carl, go. Perfect. Um, and then, uh, I think, yeah, Rob ran over to the second engine, yeah. uh, and guys were piling behind him. I was on You were on number two? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For, yeah. yeah. For the burn file? Yep. Yeah, we never, we didn't put it up. It was officer. We drove right by you. Huh? We drove right yeah, we by you. Second engine. Really? Yeah, you did a lot. Huh. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So we ended up giving up our guys. <laughs> yeah, Rob was in the backseat with He was? Yeah. Right. He was in the middle, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we uh, were on our way out there. And again, I just kind of like chatted through it. I'm like, this thing's slow as balls and it's heavy as hell. So I'm like, I can go up to the speed. And, like, we're trucking along, and I talked about how, like, you know, if you, you want to be on the offensive driving, so, like, let's crowd the, the yellow line. Like, mm-hmm. everybody, lot, lots of notice that we're coming. Uh, and we have a couple, like, it's a pretty straight shot, and then there's two, like, kind of sh- sharpish bends. <coughs> like, nothing crazy. Like, in a, a regular vehicle, it's at, you know, cruising speed, but... It's funny, though, we still get accidents every year on those cars. Regular yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But with the water tender, I mean, yeah. that's a lot of weight, yeah. right? So I'm like, I'm just going to come around. I'm like, this one, I'll slow down some. And you'll feel the truck kind of, like, shift a bit of weight. Like, it was safe, but it was, I'm like, I want you guys to feel this. And, like, as I'm turning, I'm like, see, it's, like, heavy, right? Yeah, okay. And then the next one, I'm like, this is how you should take it. So nice and wide. Ran, like, the apex of the corner. And it was good. So stuff, stuff like that. And I think years ago when I started, you know, I was always the new, so I wasn't getting on the engines. Mm-hmm. I was always, I was, you know, you were always relegated to the third truck or yeah. tender. So I was driving with a couple of the senior guys and they always say like, we're the water tender. Like we don't need to be there first. We can't, no. we shouldn't be there first, first of all. Mm-hmm. He goes, and we're not going to be there first. He goes, but even if we got there, like, like at regular highway speed, yeah. he goes, the engine has to park, the engine has to put it in pump. Yep. They have to deploy their lines. I mean, they're deploying the lines or they're putting in a pump. But all this has to happen. Plus, now they have to drain 800 gallons of water mm-hmm. <laughs> in order to need us. Yes. So he goes, we have time. He goes, yeah, we left like two be. minutes behind them. Mm-hmm. We're good. So, yeah, and they've got 10 minutes worth of work to do yeah, so before like, we're really needed. So, like, you know, I got getting there. Yeah, we're not going to doggle. Yeah, you're not going to stop for like a Timmy's on your way yeah. out there. Can I get a quick coffee on, on my way? All right, and now we're back. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so once you get there, you know, you, you still are either going to pump into them, which I don't really like to do, or yeah. you're going to drop a bladder and get all that stuff set up. And that all takes time. But that's a very, very good, good point. Like, this thing is as far as our response units is probably the most dangerous to drive because it is very, very water heavy. Yeah. Um, and you don't need to be the, like the first couple seconds there. Yeah. So just going through, through that chatting as, as we were responding out there, 
Um, and then again, like once we got there, I'm like, hey, like this is they're way back there. Like the last thing that you want to do is nose all the way in. I'm like, so I'm going to pull in here, look around. Like, should I back in from the road? I'm like, no, we got lots of space here. I'm going to spin ourselves around. And as we were getting ourselves spun around, it was, yeah, this is literally a burn pile. You guys can clear. And we'll, we'll have enough water with us. So then we drove all, all the way back and it was good. But, you know, again, let's take those moments and um, use them to show guys and teach them something. Because yeah. there is something on every single call to teach. Yeah, I like doing that as well. Like when we're driving to a call and I know we're not first due in or whatever it may be. And uh, so if I don't need to be having that conversation with the team in the back of what's going on, mm-hmm. I'll take a moment. I'll talk to the driver. Uh, if they're a newer driver, and sure. I'll give them tips for driving code three mm-hmm. and placement of the vehicles and all that stuff. And what yeah, I was the driver as well because, again, it was like two of the newer guys. So they have yeah. never driven in a code three environment. So yeah. uh, I'm like driving, you know, radioing and blah, 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 blah chatting through with them right so yeah no, no it's good yeah our truck did something similar or no we didn't i think we just talked about kelsey and how he missed that fire call right? yes we, we did the yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were making fun of him and <laughs> that's what, literally what our discussion was <laughs> i mean this is after we realized we weren't needed we were kind of yeah. back but there was mm-hmm. no learning going on we were just talking kelsey the whole time and how he was on and i actually i remember because he was on camera because somebody was filming the structure fire yeah he got out late because I think his wife had to wake him up, and mm-hmm. uh, and one of the guys because he, he he has a a van with his company logo on it. Yeah. <laughs> so in the, and I guess in the video from on Facebook, you see the van go. <laughs> 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 He's like, "Oh, it was me! Like, you're illiterate in the van." Says your name on the van. Oh, let's call the number of the van that just drove by and see where your phone rings. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was what we were doing. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> So we were learning how to bust balls, I guess. <laughs> well, it's not a fire call until you're busting somebody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Team building. So I was doing that, you know, doing all the learnings and busting toss balls. <laughs> yeah, great. I was like, how did he have time? And you were driving. And I'm like, how did he have time to do all this? I parked. Yeah. <laughs> it was when we were parked, parked at the road. <laughs> oh, so you actually knew it was nothing. Huh? So you actually knew when I sent it to him, I was already on scene and we had been cleared. So you're even bigger dick than I thought you were. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah. No, I'm like, I've got a second here. I'm just gonna reach over, screenshot, and send. (laughs) Yeah, it was the right thing to do. It was the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. All in all, pretty busy. uh, Pretty busy week. And, uh, you know, it's not necessarily uh, over yet. So, uh, yeah, let's move into the... I think the week is over. <laughs> is it? It's Sunday night. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Officially. Oh, we got two so. hours left. Okay. Yeah. Oh. yeah, a lot can happen in two hours, but... Kevin's like, ah, I'm kind of done with calls for this week. All my responding's over. I will second respond from from here on over. I mean, to be fair, when that quote structure fire came in, I'm like, oh, really? (laughs) Like, I was pumped. I was was ribbon, but I was pretty tired. I mean, not quite as tired as you guys, for for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, really? All right, let's go. (laughs) I just nodded off on Mm. the sofa. And then it went off. I was like, yeah. 
What is the search bar? Oh, here we go again. Yeah. Here we go again. It'd be fun, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me that burst of adrenaline enough just to get out of the door. <laughs> yeah. And then when I got to the, when I got actually in the hall and I saw you, I thought you were getting on. So I kind of slowed down a bit. I was like, I can get in on the dead there. I got a bit a minute. And then you were like, get in. I'm like, oh, I couldn't even get <laughs> my boots on. I was still stumbling. <laughs> yeah. 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 Quite a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Motus. Motus. Yeah. So, um, Sniper Tool, obviously. Force entry and soft entry, mm-hmm. as as we chatted about there. Uh, hose straps, hydrant wrenches, mass bags. Um, the list goes on. There's tons of stuff. Um, we've been getting sneak peeks of um, some of the uh, video that's going to be coming out that they were out here shooting. And it looks so, so good. Um, you actually got a sneak peek on Instagram? Yeah, well, you don't have Instagram. I guess you do. Alex. Uh, put it up on his personal one. I'll show you after. It's really, really cool. Um, so yeah, uh, check them out. Uh, if you like what you see there, uh, DGFF5 gets you 5% off your purchase. Uh, Stop the Bleed. It is uh, May, so Stop the Bleed month. Um, oh, yeah, so today. Yeah, so uh, yeah, May 1st. So no bleeding this month, anyone? No yep. bleeding, yes. Stop no. it. My loud. Stop. Um, yeah, so three major, uh, or well, three ways to stop major bleeding. Uh, direct pressure, tourniquet application, and wound packing. And of course, if you're wound packing, you know, trying to use a hemostatic agent uh, to help aid in those uh, clotting factors as well. Um, and Scott and I are doing some stop the bleed stuff tomorrow yeah. as well. So uh, yeah, go to stopthebleed.org to check that out. Yeah. And I, I see uh, there's actually more and more people interjecting in their into courses. I've noticed that too, a lot. Like, like a lot of these, like the... Sheepdog responses and um, oh. what are guys called fieldcraft survival guys like they're yeah. you know they just they throw it in now because it's that important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot they of throw it into their tail end their tactical training. Yeah. So, so. Well, I sent you that video uh, the other day yeah, was, of that, that was, uh, uh, police officer uh, yeah. who I don't know what happened, but he took a bullet in the yeah. leg, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I was actually uh, listening to Mike Lover because uh, that was Mike Lover's that's Mike Lover's um, company, okay. um, fieldcraft survival. Yeah. So I was listening to his podcast. He mentioned that. He said, "Yeah, they posted it on there." Mm. and for any uh, equipment rescue essentials on Mm -hmm. that as well so uh, rescueessentials.com has uh, a lot of this uh, stop the bleed uh, training products and all the kits and ifax and stuff as well so check them out nice and then uh, mr tanner olson yeah so uh pretty good i I, we're 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 very close to uh getting some uh, a date uh secured with him to come possibly do a a little bit of a concert with us Mm -hmm. um it's mostly, it's, I'd say it's 90, 90%, or 90, 90, let's say 90% right now. Sure. So we're working on some other stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, we're going to probably have him coming out here in uh, summer, do some celebrating. It's actually our our fire department's 100th year, so we're going to tie that in yeah. to that celebration. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. It'll be a big yeah, really cool. If you don't know who Tanner Olson is, country music out of the West Coast of Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have us. Sketchy uh, Names actually is like, is like the one song that doesn't do that well. Really, eh? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Country people like slow music or something? Yeah. I don't know. I like the rock and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and then you have us again. Uh, obviously, find us over on the Facebooks, uh, YouTube, the Instagram, and the TikTok. Uh, YouTube, again, I, I just want to put out, um, we've had a massive increase of followers on YouTube recently, a lot more comments and uh, a lot right. more action there. So thank you so much for taking the time to head over there and viewing yeah, the content. 
really really appreciate it and uh yeah thanks so much for, for stopping by if you do obviously want to uh listen more if you can drop us a like and a five star rating if possible on the podcast there if you do give, if you give it five stars any five stars or any stars good mm-hmm. we just appreciate the fact that you listen and uh yeah it's gonna be right boys if you give us one star i will find you Scott will never find you. He doesn't understand how to use technology. No. <laughs> You're fine. I'll ask Elon Musk to find you, and he'll find you. Starting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any more for any more? Nope. No, sir. Ash. Thank you. Have a good night. Scott. Good night. Todd. Thanks. Have a good night. Thanks, everyone. Stay safe. Stay DTFF. Oh, okay.